Yo, welcome to the conversation. I'm Cameron, and this is the Anti-Social Experiment. New York! I just got back from New York, and currently I'm in Washington, D.C. again. So, how was the trip, Cameron? Oh, well, buddy. (laughs) It was great. I used to be anti-New York because, like, I felt like L.A. and New York, they're, like, fighting to be, like, the nation's city, you know? When you think of the U.S., what do you think of? You don't think of Washington, D.C. That's not, like, okay, that's the capital, but you think of either L.A. or New York. You think of Hollywood or the big city, you know? It's like um, like Japan. What do you think of Tokyo? You know? Um, what else? Let me think of another country that comes to mind. Uh, I don't know. But, yeah, I never really liked New York because I, I got very competitive. And so, also, I thought, like, everyone was rude over there and... And the Yankees are just, you know, champions. (laughs) And I'm just jealous because I never saw the Dodgers win a World Series. Um, And so going in, you know, like I I was bracing myself. I thought it was dangerous and stuff. I I did visit with my mom um, a couple years ago. And I I had an experience in Times Square where I was wearing a Boston hat. Uh, It was a Bruins hat when they won the Stanley Cup. And this guy grabbed me by the collar of the shirt in Times Square and was like, are you from Boston? I'm like, no, no, I'm from from California. (laughs) I'm in high school, mind you. And this guy's definitely like into his 30s and he's with like a gang of dudes. And he's like, are you from Boston? I don't think he heard me. And my mom just kind of walks away. (laughs) Like, doesn't even realize I got grabbed by this guy. But we're in Times Square, so I know I know that he's not just going to beat me up because there's cops, like, literally everywhere. But at the same time, it's, it's intimidating. It's a big guy. He grabbed me. I'm in New York. And, like, so that's, that's the experience I've had. Good sightseeing, good tourism. But, you know, you have to be careful because everyone wants to beat you up. <laughs> Anyways, I go, right? And first off, I'm I'm staying um staying in Southampton. That's where I drop my car off and everything. And oh, lordy lord, that place is nice. It's right on the bay, the water's nice and warm. The house was beautiful. Um we went I went stand up paddleboarding. You can see in the vlog a little taste of it. And even on a cloudy blood day, it was so nice. Today was a lot better, and I went in the ocean again today, and it was, oh, spectacular. Spectacular. Anyways, went to New York and went to City Field for the first time. I got to say, I, I don't know what it is. I think it was because it was the rain and stuff, but... It, you know, it just fell in the pack of fell in the pack of 
what I expected. Nothing really stood out about the field other than the apple in the middle, you know, that pops up when a home run's hit. But other than that, it was just kind of, it was like your typical field. Nothing terrible about it, like Tropicana, but nothing spectacularly amazing about it that, like, like seeing the downtown in St. Louis at Bush Stadium. Um, but I liked it, you know, it was cool. Then we go to Yank, and then I went to Yankee Stadium, and oh my goodness, the energy there is unlike anything I've ever experienced out of a baseball game. It was a Tuesday night. The Yankees are playing against the Reds, a team below 500. So you, two, that's like a throwaway game in LA. Tuesday night, bad team, Yankees game, and the place was packed. It was, it was packed, and everyone in the stadium was watching the game and into it. It was, it was crazy. <laughs> like Didi Gregorius hit a home run in the eighth inning. It was a three-two ball. It was a good game. It was a close game. Um, it was a little sloppy, but it was a good close game. Didi Gregorius hit a home run in the eighth inning. And I've never seen a fan go as nuts for something in my life than this like one group of Yankee fans standing over next to me. And it wasn't even like to give them the lead or anything. It was just extending the lead. <laughs> and it was against the Reds and it was a Tuesday night and they're just going nuts. They're going nuts. Like they've never seen a home run before. It was insane. And every like every ball that was hit there like yelling like and oh man. They love they loved it. it. It taught me a lot about New Yorkers and how they handle their business. That combined with like just my experience of being in the city. They love to talk trash. And you know why? It's it's not because they want to like put you down. It's because they believe it in their heart. They're like they're their soul is tied to the Yankees, and they they freaking bleed for it, you know? <laughs> they freaking, they go to bed dreaming about it, it seems like. 27 championships is not enough for them. They want 28, and they want it this year. And if they're not going to get it this year, there will be, it'll, it'll upset their summer. It's, I haven't, I, I would love to see what they would like what their stadium was like last year when they were like doing bad they weren't in the playoff hunt or anything i want to see if it was still packed or if they still had a fan following and i'm not sure about this but i'll put money on that those stadiums the those games were packed still even though their record was terrible and they weren't doing good those fans freaking live and die next to their team and they just are hungry for championships. And just knowing the environment and the fans, it's just a winning environment. It's not a surprise that they've won 27. In L.A., I could see, like, I've never been to a playoff game in L.A., but it's not it's not a winning environment compared to Yankee Stadium. I, it, it, it makes sense why we haven't won in a, in a while. <laughs> <laughs> the fans are all casual. We have no idea what we're doing. 
<laughs> Someone will hit a home run and they're like, oh, the ball went over the fence. <laughs> In comparison to like Yankee Stadium. That's what I'm saying. But yeah, let me just dive in. I don't know. I have a lot to talk about. New York's such a big city. So many experiences and I don't know. Where should I start? I don't even know. Okay, the subway system. Let me tell you about that. The subway is the thing. Is the way to go. I, I don't know why we haven't adopted the subway system in LA. And, okay, we have earthquakes. You know? But we could have, like, above-ground subways. Other than the freaking metro lines that are... They're just terrible. It's like one line for like tying every city together, basically. Whereas the subways in New York, they're like all really like stops are like every, you know, quarter mile. I don't know. I, I feel like I feel like we should have something like that, you know, personally. I don't like driving and paying for parking places and I, I sometimes I just want to hop on a subway and go to the beach if I live far away from the beach or hop on the subway go to downtown LA and not have to worry about finding parking or getting my car towed or traffic just just hop on hop on a subway you know and then go it's super cool and you could tell you can tell the tourists from the um, the the locals because the locals they got their earpods. I'll tell you what a ear a local looks like. He he doesn't look at anyone. <laughs> he or she he doesn't look at anyone around him. He's he doesn't really smile unless you smile at him first. They they they're really friendly. Surprisingly, I thought they would be really mean, but they're friendly. They just like they just don't care about reaching out to you. But if you reach out to them. They, they won't blow you off so they're they're just neutral expression on the by themselves not really talking to anyone just just like freaking like they have a destination and they're on autopilot so most of them have earbuds in listening to music um, and once they reach their destination on the subway they're the first ones up and they sprint walk to the next station or something you know like it's like it's like come on slow down and enjoy but I, there's something about it the the confidence of it and like it just seems like they're on a mission you know and they just fit so well with all the other people in the city that it, it's like they're all like a part of something greater like like the new york vibes they're, they're all tapped into it and you could tell when someone's not from New York because they're not tapped in to the network that it creates they're still like floating around so I did my best to try to tap in so I didn't stand out if that makes sense to anybody it doesn't but hopefully some of you understand what I'm saying um, there's a couple things I was nervous about I do a food thing where I try to get like the meal of the city and I was listening to the Bill Burr podcast and he's talking about a lot about New York and he mentions that uh, people will freak out about 
food in a city and say the food sucks here, but it's because they went to the wrong place. And he was talking about how, like, there's seven authentic places in New York and then for pizza, because that's the food there, is New York pizza. That's what I wanted to get. And then every other place is kind of like, like a knockoff trying to make you think that this is like the real deal when it's not. So I was just, that was the most nervous thing about the whole trip was I, I didn't want to go to a ro- the wrong pizza place and spend all this money on pizza if it's just going to be garbage. Because I just got back from Philly and had the Philly cheesesteak at Pat's Steaks. And that was just, <laughs> that, that was just super disappointing. I thought it'd be better, you know? But that's that's what I that's why I was nervous. So what I would do is I would check Yelp and I would skip all of the reviews by tourists. So if you're not from New York, you didn't get read. Like the review got skipped. So I'd go down the list and Tampa, nope. Um, Texas, nope. California nope California nope and why 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 if you're an outsider are you reviewing a pizza place and saying oh this is the best pizza in New York you've probably been to like two places if you are visiting you know like let the locals handle this okay (laughs) so I would look for the New York reviews and um, I did I ended up finding one it was Beaker Street Pizza and it got the one dollar mark which means it was cheap and I guess it got like a lot of celebrity visits um, because like all I I saw like Wee Man and um, who else Uh, Mike Tyson and then like a bunch of other people I can't really remember who but all their pictures were up with the owners you know like one of those places and um the New Yorkers were saying like, oh yeah, this is probably not the best pizza, but if you're in the area, this is the best pizza you're going to find. And that place was like a half a mile away from me. So I decided to go there and (laughs) get a pizza. And my goodness, like first bite was, was amazing. I think the, the closest, the first bites gotten, to being that good was the first time I had a Philly cheesesteak in Philadelphia at the Little Rock uh, restaurant. That was that was the real deal there. The Pat Steaks Philly cheesesteak was booty compared to this one. And it's like tasting it's like tasting something great for the first time, but you're used to what the what it tastes like. It it's not like I've never had pizza before, you know? But it's like if you never had hummus and you've had hummus for the first time and you really liked it, it was like that feeling, but familiar because it was pizza. And that's, that's exactly what I felt like when I ate that. It was freaking great, but I was so nervous. I was going to jack it up. (laughs) It took, it took me probably like 45 minutes to make up my mind on where to get pizza. I got a full one. I ate, like half of it that night and then I ate 
a, a cold pizza slice for lunch the next day and then a late night snack i got two pieces of that heated up in the microwave and then for breakfast the day after that so 30 bucks for what three meals kind of that's pretty good <laughs> that's a pretty good deal and, but i mean like let's be honest two of the four slices okay what would that be if it's like four slices because there's eight slices total a quarter of the pizza was cold when I had it but it's still good I don't know I had the sausage marinara pizza enough of pizza uh, pizza 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 enough talking about pizza um another thing that I was a little nervous about was Manhattan seemed very safe from what I remember and I was comfortable walking around with my camera and all my gear but just just seeing kind of like the vibes I got from going to Brooklyn not Brooklyn the Bronx uh, Queens all those places I felt like if I got lost I will I'll, I'll end up in a in a poor neighborhood and I will instantly become a target <laughs> because I do not look like I, I belong in these certain neighborhoods with all the camera gear that I had and uh, the way I dressed and quite frankly my skin tone um, and my bucket hat sometimes so going to the game in Queens and going to the game in Bronx for the Mets and Yankees game respectively I was pretty nervous that I was going to get lost and especially for the the um, the Queens game, I my phone, my stupid my stupid phone, my stupid phone, freaking doesn't work half the time. It it was the the charger broke when my phone broke. So not only was my phone not vibrating, heating randomly, and just draining power, but I couldn't even charge it. So like the little bit of help that I did have from the phone was um, slowly dwindling so I had to go on like airplane mode and take screenshots of the directions on the subway yeah so for the Queens game luckily I found a Mets fan and I just kind of followed him and got there for the Yankee game I was on the wrong subway uh, car for like six or seven stops and then I finally realized it, and luckily I got out um, at a, a, a station that uh, linked me with the right subway car. And by that time, I found <laughs> found this guy. He looked like a fat Derek Jeter, and I thought it was hilarious because you know, Derek Jeter is the Yankee player. And he looked just like... Derek Jeter with the haircut and the skin tone and the facial expressions and all that but he was just fat and part of me thinks hey what if this is Derek Jeter but like we're tired now <laughs> he doesn't work out anymore so like he doesn't play baseball he's not like in, in baseball shape what if you got all fat this is him you know but there's no way there's no shot that was Derek Jeter there's no way he got that fat he probably still works out. He's probably in good shape still. Um, yeah. And so I took, I took, I followed him and his buddies to the Bronx and to Yankee Stadium. And yeah, it's just freaking 
the life, honestly. Being a Yankees fan, I got a Yankee hat. My my whole perception of New York has has just 180 flipped to the point where, like, I would even consider moving out there for a film job if one got offered. You know, maybe I start I should start looking into the the problem with New York is that it's very expensive to live there. So the only way that I'm going to be going to New York is if I have the adequate salary to let me live in a in a safe neighborhood <laughs> i'm not gonna be living in like the freaking brooklyn or i don't know where, where are the ghettos over there i don't know i'm not I, I i refuse to live in those areas with and still pay the same amount to live in a nice area in la not that like i have a problem with living in the ghetto i did um, in Azusa, but that was dirt cheap, and it won't be dirt cheap in New York. I know it'll be like the same price. Oh, I have a great story. Not a lot of uh, topics of controversy in this podcast, but a lot more stories. So if you're not, I mean, by this time, might as well finish the podcast because you're 21 minutes in. But if you're not a good um, listener of stories, especially my stories, where I like to ramble and get off topic and sometimes stutter or say um and in all of those gross, uh, what's it called, and, and forget what words I was going to say, <laughs> um, then stop listening. Okay. So... Freak. I forgot to mention that. At the Yankees game, real quick. At the Yankees game, this is crazy. I don't know if you guys have been to one or not. But in the first inning, the fans... Okay, I was sitting in the bleacher section in right field. And they're great seats. And they're good price. But uh, there's no back support. So that was the only problem with it. But that's like, I guess, where all the legit fans sit. Because before the game, they all have this thing where they chant... Um, everybody's name on the field and they will continue chanting until they acknowledge them so they'll go Brett Gardner Brett Gardner Brett Gardner and then Brett Gardner will turn around and do like some like macho man thing and they go freaking nuts and it was sick it was the coolest thing I've seen at any stadium like it would get me pumped up if I was playing for the Yankees to do like I, that, I would look forward to that every game they be a Cameron Bennett, Cameron Bennett, but their chants were way cooler than the ones I'm making up right now. They, it was they flowed and they were like sick. I don't know. Um, yeah, and also the judges' corner was like right next to my seat, so that was cool to see that. Um, Aaron Judge has this thing where like he gets like a certain amount of fans, and they're all dressed in like judge garments, and they go all rise and they all stand up and cheer for him whenever he's hitting. That was cool. Uh, you'll see that in the vlog coming up. But <laughs> what what was I talking about? Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm on the bus ride to Queens to the Mets game. I never saw anything more Italian in my life. But I was on the subway, and uh, this guy was sitting next to me. And there's just some characters in New York. 
and this dude was reading a newspaper first off who reads newspapers anymore right but that's that's already an Italian thing he's reading a newspaper and you know how like Italians do like the hand motions when they're talking to like emphasize certain things that they're saying like where they like uh, like they you know they put their finger and thumb together and they like wave their hand up and down like wrists and stuff like with the wrist and all that this dude was reading and doing the hand motions <laughs> as he was reading he was thinking so passionately that he needed to express his thoughts with his hands as he was reading the newspaper it was so it was i i, I was staring and it's a good thing he didn't look at me because he probably thought I was weird. But it was so Italian to me. It was just hilarious. I thought it was the funniest thing I saw on the trip. That or when um, the Reds fan cussed out like every single uh, Yankee employee because, I don't know, he was waiting for like an hour for his hot dog or something and got upset. And he was like public enemy number one and every Yankee fan was just freaking get it on him. <laughs> and that 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 was interesting too. I thought that was funny. And the freaking the poor family. I don't know. I don't understand how a dad could just go up and and cuss out this this woman who's working the the food stand. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what happened. Your kid and your wife are standing right there, and you're freaking dropping every cuss word in the book and flipping off and a female employee and not to, not to sound like sexist or anything but like come on dude the no don't you know that's not what you do you're 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 setting an example for your child that that's all right behavior and that is not at all responsible I just it's it's seeing things like that that are that are funny in the moment because like it's just you know it's funny he's he's making a fool out of himself but then you you really think about it and it's like goodness gracious dude this is why there's people out there that are messed up because you don't know how to be a good example for your son and your wife oh well, not for your wife really but like you don't know how to be a good example for your son and you, you freaking are married to this girl and this girl is going to think that all guys are like this and because like you know she's married to you uh, she probably doesn't think all guys are like that but it's just you know that's just not healthy it's not respectful you you're you're like hindering society by acting this way in public there's a there's the right way to do it there's justified anger and then there's what we like to call in the business a little rage anger. And that's what you did, sir. You raged. And that's never the answer. All right? You could be justifiably angry where you can express your anger cordially to an employee. And if she does nothing about it, seek elsewhere um, help. You know? But... If you're dropping F-bombs and cursing, it's not like she says, oh, okay, you're right, I'm going to help you. No, no, she's going to she's gonna call security and get kicked out, and, and then your son's going to be like, 
oh, well, is that how you get stuff done, Dad? And then he's like, yeah, usually that's how you... No, okay? It's a bad example. I'm done. Ran over. Um. <laughs> yeah. But the guy on the the subway reading the newspaper with his hand, it was freaking insane. That was insane. That was insane. <laughs> Uh, one more story one more story and then we'll, we'll wrap it up um at city field i understand why i understand where like the stereotypes come from as far as new york and east coast goes i was surrounded by every single one of them on the right I was surrounded, or on the right, I was sitting next to just your typical Jersey, like straight out of the TV show, Jersey Shore, girls tatted up with the, the hair up, you know, and the, the fake tan, and the guys like, like macho, doesn't smile, but like, you know, like just looking like he wants to fight someone, and they're just, it's just like, oh, it's just perfect, the perfect stereotype of that. Next to me on the left is what I thought New Yorkers were like, you know, passionate, fast talkers, a little bit of an accent, but just normal people. In front of me is your your extreme New Yorker where they just, they're like, they're both just really rude to each other, but like they don't ever say sorry or like laugh about it, but they just know like deep down, like they're, they're like probably best friends <laughs> with the employee. And then behind me where like the the guys that were just really exaggerated like the kid was like but i want why is it so quiet in here and he's like shut up tommy you know like the the freaking the dudes that are uh it's <laughs> just way over the top new york accent i don't know where they're from i don't know what ethnicity they are but it's it was wild to see um, the guy and his son like that is so much different than California alright um, probably not the best podcast it was kind of unorganized but I'm going to get better I'm sorry guys bear with me they're going to get better okay thanks for uh, listening guys you guys have a great weekend and this conversation is over